and how are you today? We are truly excited. We have an amazing, amazing guest today. It is Hadiza, Hadiza, oh, forgive me, Bala Usman. She is a woman who is credited with the bringing back our girl and doing something about the 200 young ladies that were taken from school in Nigeria, in Boko, uh, in Bokram, Nigeria. She's been all over the world. She's shared about this. You know, we think it's only a problem in Nigeria. It is a world problem, folks, a world problem. And I'm so excited, as usual, to have my co-host, who else, but the Jay Logan man himself, who I'm going to bring on right now. Mr. Logan, how are you today? How is it out there in sunny San Francisco? Yay, it's very sunny, and guess what? The Giants won. They go to the next round, so our baseball team is doing pretty good out here. We beat the Washington uh, Nationals yesterday. And they oh, you're excited fight. about that one. You just, you just wanted to talk <laughs> about that, didn't you, Jay? You, you just wanted yes, to I talk did. about that. Okay. You know what? That, that's okay. We'll, we'll let it go, my dear. We'll let it go. Well, you know, I, you know, I, but I, you know, we, we, when we came out here, Gail, me and you, we we went to the baseball game, and you had a great time. You saw how those Giants, you know, looked, you know. So I'm a fan of the Giants. So you know, I just want to you know, rub it in a little bit, you know. I like the Yankees too. Don't get me wrong, but we're in the playoffs, so you know. You know what? Well, but here's the deal. You know, we, you know, we'll let you have that, okay? You know, the Yankees and the Mets are the best. We can't help it, you know. But I, I'll, I'll let you have that one. I mean, you know, someone's got to have something. You know, so you know, Jen, I'm really excited about our guest today. Uh, so much is happening with us with Listen, Give, and Savoy. You know, and you know, we're just really excited about it. You know, so I mean, do you have any news before we bring her on? Any good news that you can share with us today? Oh yes, I have a, I have some good things. You know, for those who, uh, all the pizza lovers, pizza box vending machines. They bake pizzas on the fly now, and, you know, it's a machine that, you know, they're still testing this machine, and it, 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 what it does is it gives you a pizza straight out of an 800-degree oven in 90 seconds. And I'm not talking about a frozen pizza, Gail. I'm talking about a fresh, all Parmesan, it's really organo, red peppers, ready to, ready to eat, fresh, just like if you got it from a, a, a pizza cook, right? If you, like if you went to a round table or any place like that. So you can do this now, and you can order it all on your iPhone, and it has a nice voice uh, talk uh, person there that will take your order. And these things are uh, – it's an uncomparable experience. It's like a chef pulling a pizza out of the oven and just making it right for you, fresh. Um, so, you know, well, Jay, check out these. That sounds really good. Yeah, the, the, the machine, it features a live video chat, customer service. I mean, it, it, it's you know they introduced the uh, so uh, pizza box is, is being tested. It, it, it's target to be released in the vending machines early 2015, um, and I'm going to definitely be in love with her voice. But um, she wasn't able to deliver, and a lot of the fans there they were very upset because uh, she has those great uh, vocals and she wasn't able to hit some of those notes. So you know just just. Give a shout-out to Mariah. Tell her to keep going. But just know that, you know, when you guys put all this pressure on the Beyonce and um, and Mariah Carey, you know, they're human. And by being a human, they can't always, always, you know, sing those songs. Exactly. I know you guys are paying a lot of money for these entertainers. 
Um, but a lot of times, you know, they get hoarse and they get fatigued and they get tired. And she kind of struggled hitting some of the high notes out there. It's kind of like, a, I guess, a vocal mal- malfunction. So um, it's not a wrap for Mariah Carey's singing career, you know. But, you know, um, sometimes, uh, you know, you got to take care of your voice, you know. She has a five-octave oct- vocal range. So every once in a while, you know, it's not going to be there. You're human. So I wanted to talk a little bit about that. And I'm still rooting for my girl because I love her to death. And I um, hope she uh, recovers and gets her voice back. Um, that's very that's very interesting. Uh, the other bit of news I had was uh, you guys are AOL um, uh, consumers, or if you have an AOL account, AOL is going to start their own television uh, network, which is really something really great. Um, they're right now they're like third in line, and YouTube and Google is like first, and so they're going to start their own television network, and they're going to have their own television shows, and this is all um, all something very 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 new. Uh, their own channel. Um, it's like the next generation of uh, new uh, TV. You know, things are going to be. Uh, basically now on the internet, and you'll be able to watch this stuff uh, on the internet. Uh, they have a new guy in charge. Uh, his name is uh, Dermot McCremack. He's the new head of video, and he's going to do this thing. It seems like they want to be like the Webb's Comcast, so they're going to be like the Webb's Comcast. And this guy, McCormack, he's a veteran of uh, – he used to work for TV, uh, MTV. Uh, on, Hi, Jay. I'm sorry. We yes. thought we were on with you. Jay, we have Hadiza Bala Usman here from Nigeria talking about the children that have been taken in Nigeria and that it's a world problem and not just another part of the world. So, Hadiza, please meet Jay Logan. We're all on now. And our radio audience. Hello, Jay. Thanks for having me on. It's such an honor to have you on. I so much appreciate you being on our show, and it's great to meet you. Well, you know, Hadiza, I know that the time difference is there a bit. So to our audience members, we're going to um, just take up a little bit of Hadiza's time because it is evening there for her. And so, Hadiza, we're going to ask you a few questions. It will be a discussion. And we just ask that you answer each question so that we don't give away all the good stuff too quickly. Is that okay with you, Hadiza? That's fine. That's okay. <laughs> okay, no problem. You know, Hadiza, Jay and I, we, one of the things that Listen Give does is that uh, Listen Give talks about the people of youth and education around the world and how important youth and education is, okay? And uh, right now I think we just lost Jay. Well, okay, we'll keep going. <laughs> Here. Um, but those those are what uh, you just came back on. All right, Jay, we're all back on. So one of the things that you uh, listen give talks about here with youth and education is and how how important it is not just to the local community that we're in, but to the overall community around the world. We don't realize how important that is. So we want to start with you, like you know. Education in Africa is so important, you know, because a lot of times, a lot of, you tell us if we're wrong, some children have to pay to go to school. Is is that correct, Adida? Oh, yes. Um, children do pay to go to school. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, we do. 
Can you tell us a little bit how that works in Nigeria, um, in your community? Do the children have to pay to go to school? Well, um, there are public schools and there are private schools, government, that um, children go to school for free. Um, they provide a little um, token amount that they pay, like a, a form of tuition, which is very minimal. These are the public schools, and these are the schools that the Chiba girls were at taking their GSE examinations when they were abducted. So I one of the, you know, and, you know, I know that Jay has a question for you. Jay, would you mind uh, sharing your question with Hadiza? Hi, Jay, are you there? Uh, this is strange. It seems that we've lost him again. Um, yeah, so one of the things, you know, my next question will be to you as soon as Jay comes back on is what here these children were going to school. Can you give us an idea of, like, what happened? Because many people don't know what happened in Nigeria when these children were taken. Um, these girls were in a boarding school. They were writing the GSE examination. They were um, abducted about 11.45 p.m. Um, they were sitting for their physics examinations the next morning. So they had been sitting out studying for their physics examinations, um, which were scheduled to hold at 8 a.m. the next morning. At about 11.45 p.m., um, the insurgents hacked um, their school. They were um, all carted away, put into trucks, and driven away for a period of 24 hours all the way into um, a forest called the Sambisa Forest. These girls were 276 in number at the point of abduction. Um, in the course of journeying for the 24 hours, um, 57 of the girls escaped. They jumped off the truck. They clung onto trees. They rolled off in the dark when the insurgents were not watching. So of the total number of girls abducted, we currently have 219 girls still in captivity. So um, they had come um, to, to write for the examination. And it's important to note that it's a very challenging environment for the girl child to go to school. So for these girls to have, you know, risen against all odds to, to reach the level of writing their GSE examination. And for them to be there during the time when there was a lot of attacks within neighboring communities, they and their families still felt the need for them to come and write their GSE examinations because it's such a crucial, crucial examination. And at that point, they abducted. Wow. All, all I can all I can say is all I can say is wow, wow. So what what had you get started, and how did you start to get the word out about this, Hadiza? So we were also concerned about it. We saw it, and we could not keep quiet. Indeed, Boko Haram have been kidnapping girls over the years. They've been kidnapping in smaller numbers, and they have been up, you know, uproar against that. But this 176 girls was something that was so huge that we couldn't all sit back. So we all came together and decided there's a need to raise our voices. There's a need to demand for their rescue. There's a need for the world to realize that this consistent um, um, act by Boko Haram where they are preventing the girl child from going to school. The attacking education is something that we cannot accept. We as Nigerians understand and 
believe in the value of education and believe in the value of educating the girl child. So we felt the need to rise up and say no more to attacks on schools, no more to the prevention of girls going prevention of girls from going to school. So if um, the literal translation of Boko Haram means um, Western education is prohibited, they've been targeting schools and targeting girls particularly. So our strong conviction was about education. We can't allow anybody to destroy our education, and especially at the education of the girl child. Wow. Well, you know, um, I know Jay has a question. You know, Jay had a son who was uh, taken by violence himself. Um, and, you know, Jay may have yeah. some questions for you around that. Jay, please, you know, feel free to ask her about this. Yes, I, I want to know, the parents of these kids, um, what is their state of mind right now? And Because it's been a long time. How how are they doing right now, the parents of these, these girls? Well, the, the parents are in a very, very bad state. Um, during the period now, we're going to be six months um, on the 14th. The parents, over seven parents, have passed away from various forms of distress, um, high blood pressure. Seven have passed away, and there are a number of them that have become mentally destabilized. So it's a community that is really traumatized. I speak to the parents every other day. They call me asking, are there any information about their daughters? The parents are really distraught and really, really in a very bad state. Oh, that's, that's horrific! Horrific. Um, yeah. How have, have have any of the kids have any of these kids been located now? Do we know where they they are located at, or are they still kind of missing? We can't really we don't know. Well, the the, 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 the Nigerian military had informed us three months ago that they knew the location of the girls, but they were not willing to um, go in with force to rescue them because they believe. Um, there could be casualties in such an attack, and they're not willing to, to risk any of the girls being being killed in the process. And um, within that same period, the Nigerian military had also come out to say that they will not negotiate, they will not do any prisoner exchange, which is among the things that Boko Haram had requested. So we had felt, you know, what form of rescue then will the Nigerian military embark upon in view of having ruled out a, a, an operation to um, get them out by, by means of force, and also saying they're not negotiating. So there has been a statement issued to the extent that this is their location. But that um, administration of location has not yielded into a rescue operation. Have, have any humanitarian aid has been available for, like, food and medical needs for these girls? Have they allowed any uh, Red Cross or any humanitarian aid? Just have these terrible people allowed no, any not, of these girls eating? No, nothing, no. They have not allowed anything, there's nothing, there's no communication with um, the girls and and, and, any, and the community and the, the Nigerian military and the Nigerian government in any way. So there is no humanitarian aid that is going to them, there are no medical supplies, there's nothing. Mm. So to the extent that we nothing. have been informed that there is nowhere they are, but that has not meant anything because that location has not translated in any humanitarian aid going to them or they're being rescued. I would like to ask you something, Hadiza. Would you, um, if you can speak up a little louder, I'm sorry, just so that we can hear you a little clearer. clearer. Why is this a worldwide problem? Why is this a worldwide problem? What is it that this world does not understand? And we think it's just in a remote region of the world. Jay and I see it as a worldwide problem. Many people see it as a worldwide problem. 
the why to you is this a worldwide problem? Please tell the world and our audience why this is a worldwide problem. Because this is a confrontation and challenge directly to our education. This is a confrontation to the girl child. So it's something that the world over, everybody understands the value of education and understands the value of education as well. So we cannot allow these things to, 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 to function the way they are. We cannot allow people to suppress our education. So everyone around the world can relate to and understand that education is a value. Children, especially girls, are valuable to be educated. So for me, that resonates around the whole world, and everybody will be able to to relate to that and understand the value of that. Wow. Well, you know, um, Jay, I have one other question for her. Um, Hadiza, when you when you you know when you come to this country um, to the U.S. and you know you see how people are walking around and they're free to to walk around, and then you go back to your country. What are your thoughts? You know, when you think about these girls and you think about when you visited other countries. Just what are your thoughts personally when you when you get here and you're like, well, everyone's free to walk around here. You know, if someone's taken, we put out an alert, and generally they do find the missing children. What what are your thoughts when you're here? My thoughts are um, when I see the way um, the, the government there responds to the value of every single citizen, that is what really gives me, you know, a lot of pleasure when I see the way the whole country, the government comes to a standstill. If anything happens to one citizen and the value that is assigned that is attached to a single citizen of, of a country is what I would love to see happening in Nigeria. I would love to see um, our government understanding the value of every single soul, prioritizing us, prioritizing our education, understanding the need to provide us with security to ensure that everybody is able to live their lives free of the fair of being killed from the fear of being attacked or abducted. That sense of priority by the government, understanding the value of the citizens, that patriotism is what I, I, I crave for and I want to see happening in my country. Wow. Um, Jay, do you have a question for Hadiza? Yes, Hadiza, I have a very important question. Now, from, from you having knowledge of this, could you tell our listening audience mm-hmm. what is the fate of these young, beautiful women that could happen if we don't do anything, what will happen to them? Um, the minister of Boko Haram had said in a video that he plans to sell them, that he intends to sell them into slavery. He had said that, and this is something he, he, he said that he intends to do. So, so, so long as we do not all rally around and demand for the rescue and get themselves um, rescued and return home to the Hadiza, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Can you um, speak up a little louder so that we can hear you just a little clearer? I'm sorry. Yes. Just because the leader of Boko Haram had said in a video that he posted on the Internet that they will sell these girls into slavery, that he intends to sell each and every one of them. So we need to rally around and ensure that the girls are rescued and returned home left their sold into slavery. This is what we have said. Goitin said he will do, and this is the fear we have every day. We are worried to the extent that has he started selling these girls. What is the fate of these girls as every day comes on? It's six months now. Are they still together? Are they still alive? Have, has he sold any one of them? Well, Hadiza, one of the things, um, you know, I would like to ask you is, 
what when you come to the U.S. here and you see the young girls that are here, I'm sure you've seen the young girls that are walking around, whether at the U.N. or or here sometimes just personally. What do you think that other countries like the U.S., Europe, and other parts of the world, what do you think they take for granted about education? What do you think the young people, not the adults, but the young people take for granted? Well, they take the freedom to live on a daily basis for granted. They take um, the education being available to them for granted. They don't understand the value of how much they provide that. When when, um, our own girls cannot even go to school, the, the, the quality of education being provided is taken for granted. Even after going to school, the quality of the standard is something that is, you know, hugely challenging here. So the young children over there should appreciate how much, you know, they have in terms of the quality, the availability of education, the freedom they have to live their lives, the fact that they're, they're not subjected to um, early child marriage, the fact that they're not abducted, they should value their freedom, value the quality and availability of education. Wow. Well, Jay, do you have any more questions for Hadiza before we leave? Yes, I want to know, do you think with the, all the epidemics that are going on in Africa, has this story taken a back seat? You know, people forget, you know, uh, you know, we've got the Ebola uh, thing going on, the AIDS and everything, and people need to remember these girls. Do you think that that has covered up so the world cannot acknowledge what's going on there? Well, well, well indeed, uh, there has been a lot of... Um people moving away from the issue of the Cuba girls. We are struggling to ensure that the girls remain in the consciousness of the world. We are struggling to ensure that this humanitarian disaster of the abduction of the girls is not forgotten. We all have to rally around and ensure that they're protected. There's a sense that the world is moving on. There's a sense that the world is getting onto other issues. But we feel the world should not forget the Cuba girls. The world cannot move on when 250 girls remain in the hands of the terrorist group. We are and sending out a global um, week of action commenced from the 11th of October within the whole week. We're demanding for everybody to come out and raise their voices. It's the United Nations International Day for the Girl Child on the 11th of October, and we call onto the world and call onto the United Nations to raise the voice of the Chiba girls to ensure that people do not forget. Let us remember 219 girls are in captivity. You know, Hadiza, uh, Jay has two daughters himself. I have three nieces, okay? We will personally say to you that we will make sure that his children and my nieces, who are 14, 15, and 17, Jay's children are uh, in their teens and in their early 20s, we will ensure that they share this with their schoolmates and begin to be partners with you in this. The one thing I do want to ask you, first of all, I want to thank you for being who you are and what you've created and for having the courage. And, you know, one of the things that we say, Hadiza, here is it's not about equality between men and women, but partnership, because partnership changes the behavior and the mindset. Equality, I shout this from the rooftops, equality stands for a And when you're dealing with community to community and culture to culture, you cannot say equality. You have to find partnership with each other. That's what resonates. So 
Jay and I, I think, would like to ask you, both of us would like to know, how did you get the Bring Back Our Girls hashtag to resonate with people so that they get it? How were you able to start that and really get that campaign to just move forward? It, it, it's that I appreciate your um, your commitment from your daughter, um, Jay's daughter and your nieces. So I'll send you our statement for the um, and call for action for the week, and then we can we can take that on with the girls. I appreciate that, Jay. I empathize with you regarding your child. I think um, Gail mentioned that you had a child that was involved in some form of violence. Um, regarding yeah. being back our girls, it was treated. Um, we started with back our daughters. I think Abi Ezekwesili tweeted being back our daughters, and then it became being back our girls. And it was something that um, people's concerns and all our concerns is what got the tweeting and the social media really get galvanized uh, the strength of the campaign. And for me, beyond um, being on social media, we had to be underground and uh, ensured and facilitated having a, a movement underground to have a protest march everywhere in the world in every city just so people can, for example, in my country, the strength of um, a social media campaign cannot in any way be compared to as an underground campaign because we, um, we're trying to compel an action for their rescue. And our government would not, does not really um, appreciate or understand the value of uh, uh, organization of requests on social media. So the need for it to come on the ground and they see all of that, which is what necessitated having all these protests. And I believe it is the empathy of the world, and I believe it's each and every one of us resonating with um, a girl, a young 15, 16 year old girl being snatched away from our home is what got everybody out there. When you sit and think about a young child going to write a physics exam, the being snatched away, really stuck up for the movie single person, which is what got everyone to come out and demand. And for me, I believe it's all of us putting our hands together in what we started, and all of us are saving it until the girls come back. That's what matters. You know, um, Jay, I, I, I'm sorry, Jay, go right ahead. I, I just want to know, you know, when I was, yeah, I, was, I, was I was reading an article, and, they, and I just want to know if it's true. Um, um, they said that the, when, the, when the parents were searching for their children, they didn't see a single government soldier in the forest uh, looking for these oh, children. Yes. Is, that, is, that, is that true? Yes, you know, it's something... That's very true. Every time I recount that story, I tear up because the parents chased after their daughters. They went after the van by this um, incident. They drove with them for 24 hours. The parents were following them on their feet, on their motorbikes. And they went oh. all the way to the border of the forest where their daughters were in. And they were outside the forest for seven days. And they couldn't get into wow. the forest because they had no guns. And there was no single one soldiers searching for their daughters. Oh. And they recount how they're watching their daughters being kept in a campfire away, and the sergeants are surrounding their daughters. They have weapons, and they had only bow and arrows. They couldn't go into the forest. My God, it's horrific. That, you know, terrible. Yes, it's, it's so horrific. When a father is telling you how his daughter called him on the telephone and told him that, you know, we're being scared. I need your help. And the father said he left his home and came to the school together with a group of friends. He said he was telling his daughter up until when she lost her. She died and he couldn't reach her anymore. 
So imagine how horrific that story is. They were there at the at the at the foot of the forest for seven days. No single military came to to, to to their aid. After seven days, they were asked to go back to their village, and then the military would come to them and then embark on a rescue operation. Nothing was done by the Nigerian military till after 18 days of the abduction, which is you know, after you know, our the parents are crying, we're crying because you can't imagine what it's like for you to know your daughter is in that forest and you can't go in. Right. And nobody gets help. Well, you know, Hadiza, I'm telling you, I mean, I'm trying, I don't, I'm trying everything I can not to cry here on air. Um, all I, All I can say to you is that as you were speaking, I felt like I was walking through Right, looking with the parents. I mean, you brought us up. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm trying not to cry. Um, you know, I have three nieces myself, and um, I have other people that I consider their children just as close to me. And I don't know what I would do, nor do I know what my own brother or my sister-in-law would do if something ever happened to my nieces. You know, I just want to call out my nieces and Jay's children's names, which is Jelena, which is Mahal, which is Janique, which is Zaria, and Chriselle. These are all of the children that Jay, I mean, we have other children, of course, that we care about, but these are children close to Jay and I that if anything were ever to happen. And these are young girls who make a difference, and both of all five of these young women that we've just named, they're in the International Baccalaureate Program, they're in, you know, in private school, or they're in college, and they, they believe in what we're doing, and um, we're definitely going to work together with you. I'm going to say a shout-out to Holly Gordon of Girls Rising. Have you spoken with her, Adiza? Yes, we have. Yes, we have. We're working I, on um, the global action for the heart just to raise the awareness and do all of that. Yes, we are. Yes, Holly has been with us on the show. I just saw Holly at the Mashable Global Summit. Have you talked with Alicia Keys? Yes, we are in touch with um, her manager, Paul and Leah, working on ensuring that, you know, an event is being planned for the 13th of October. So hopefully that will be nailed down and, you know, the awareness will be raised. Yes, we are. Will, will, will you be back here for the 13th? I don't know, depending on if we're able to, to confirm that yes, it's something that's happening, yes, it's something that our voices are needed to come over. We would come. I would come because, you know, it matters to me. It's something that I can't keep quiet about. Our government did nothing for 18 days. It's ridiculous. What we will do, what Jay and I will personally do, Jay, Jay will be going to Japan, and um, yeah. I will be doing some traveling myself, but our show continues on, and the work that we do with our colleagues and staff continues on. Jay and I will take a personal interest in this. We know some of the people. Thank you so much, Dale. Not a problem. We won't. It's no problem. Um, you've heard of the new movie, The Good Lie, which talks about the Sudanese um, soldiers um, in Sudan and the children. Um, we will okay. do what we can to bring together Margaret Nagel, who was on our show last week, and some of the Dinka uh, people from Sudan who were in the movie. Um, maybe even contact yeah. Reese Witherspoon. We can't promise. But we will do our yeah. dar- darndest to support you. And I will personally be in contact with 
with Holly Gordon. Um, and Thank you so much. Yes, and we will put it out to our communities. And we do appreciate you saying something to Jay about his son and, you know, and offering your um, condolences there. Um, I don't want to keep you any longer, but we will do whatever we can. We have your information. You have ours. And um, so much. We just, statement and spread it all around. Thank you so much. No, not a problem. We, you know, um, we feel blessed and privileged to have you on our show to share this information. And um, we just thank you so much. And, Jay, is there anything you wanted to say before we go? Yes, Hadiza, I think you are a saint and you are a guardian. You keep your faith. You're going to get some of these girls back to their parents. You are doing such Thank a you. wonderful job. Thank and you. us are listening to you. Me and Gail, we love you. We were going to tell the world what you're doing. Thank you're you doing so much, Dave. a great deed. Yeah. We do. We do. I mean, we, trust me, we are a world voice. Um, you know, you're talking to two really good people here. We very rarely put yeah. out the clout that we have. But Jay and I have a lot of clout. And we're going to use it to our advantage. Um, I'm doing everything I Thank can so here. Uh, not, I'm Thank sorry. So I, 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 um, I rarely cry online, but you know, I have, um, I have I'm three sorry. nieces. Yeah, they're from a small community. You know, very poor community. So nobody wants to wanted to speak for them. You know, that's what really hurt me. I'm not from the area. People keep saying, why are you doing this? You're not from Bernice. You're not from Chibok. You're from a small community, very, you know, underprivileged, poor community. We have to speak for them. Well, what we will do, yes. we will definitely, we've had Lyra, we've had Emmanuel Jahl, and we've had several other people on this show. And um, we will talk to them and make a difference here. So that, th- because you see, our show, I want everyone to know this. We stand for youth and education as one pillar. We stand for arts and culture as a second. Our third pillar is men, women, and family. Our fourth pillar is climate and sustainability. And our fifth is health and economics. Without these five pillars, you cannot live. And as we see, it's already here, the health of children, the education of children, youth, yes. everything here is affected in that area. People can't live or sustain. So with that, Hadiza, we humbly, and I do mean humbly, thank you for being on our show today. Thank you so much, dear, for having me. appreciate all your support. appreciate all of you. Love you, Lord. Let's keep the Chibok girls alive in the consciousness of the world. The world cannot move on. 219 girls in captivity. Let's keep their voices alive. Thank you so much for having me. Not a problem. Um, I will uh, be in contact with Alicia Keys' manager or Jay Will and um, Holly Gordon and several other people, and we will support you on Twitter. We'll support you on Facebook between Listen, Give, and Savoy. We will really get the word out. Thank you again. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Have a good day. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Wow, Jay. Was that not amazing? That is uh, amazing, um, very touching, and uh, you know, you know, it hits me in the right in the heart. I know, um, and it hits me in the heart too. I, I can't. It's hard for me to even stay on the show. 
Um, but with that said, we're going to leave out today. We started with I Want Your Number. We're going to leave out with treasure because everyone is a treasure, and we're very, we're just very grateful for each and every one of you who has supported us. Thank you. Goodbye, Jay. Have a great day. You too.